Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Film Feuds. I'm your host, Steve Kaiser. You can follow Film Feuds on Twitter at Film Feud Podcast, or you can follow us on Facebook at Film Feuds. I'm down at the Adelaide Finch Festival, and you can see me at the Yomala Battles on February 18th and 25th, 6.15pm. You can also see me, my personal solo show, Gutless, which will be on February 26th, 28th, March 1st, 2nd and 3rd, 6.15pm, at the Producers Bar, 235 Grenfell Street, Adelaide. You can get your tickets at adelaidefringe.com.au. Now, this is a very special episode. The really cool and awesome guys from Plumbing the Death Star and a whole bunch of other podcasts they do, known as Sans Pants Radio, are the special guests. This is our live episode. We filmed this a few weeks ago. Speaking about live episodes, we might be doing one in Adelaide. So if you're in Adelaide, please share with your friends and we'll do it one Film Feuds live. Also, if you're listening to us on Podomatic, please subscribe, share with your friends. If you're listening to us on iTunes, just give us a review and a five-star rating. It takes a couple of seconds because we need the help to get on that featured page. Also, uh, please donate to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash podcast Or filmfeuds, I'm not sure what which one it is yet. Don't worry, there'll be a link in the description below. Check it out there. Now, today's show's format's slightly different, so do pay attention right at the beginning. It's going to be a great episode. Hope you enjoy. And don't forget, if you are interested in any of the Season 1 episodes, start downloading them now because because they are going to get erased because we're running out of space. Alright, so guys, listen to this. Hope you enjoy. Let's get straight into the episode. I love in this world. Everybody, guys, you guys ready for Film Feuds? Uh... Alright, so Film Feuds is a little game show where we get contestants. Each person on the show has to defend their movie with questions that they don't know beforehand. Alright, now today's topic is nerdiest movie. And today's guests are... Oh, it's the guys from the Sands Pants Radio. Yay! <laughs> now there are a whole bunch of questions. We're doing this episode slightly differently. People go on and they're going to get eliminated because there's five on the panel today. So we're going to eliminate them after a few rounds. Plus... We're going to go to the audience for some questions. So, if you do have a question, make sure it's broad enough that all the contestants can ask. Not a specific character, not a specific movie. Okay, we got that? Yeah. That sounded like four people. You guys got that? Yeah. Excellent. All right, guys, you ready for your first guest? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. It is with the movie Big Jackson. Cracking. All right, Jackson, quick plot line for those who don't know what big is. So Josh Baskin, he wants to be big, he's not, he's a kid, finds an old-timey machine that's got like a genie in it, wishes he was big, guess what, he's big, runs a toy company, learns a lesson, not big anymore. That's big. I picked big because it's like the ultimate nerd fantasy. You know what I mean? You get to be big, you get to live as an adult, you get to work at a toy company, he makes Transformers... And then, you know, it all goes away at the end. You get to go back to your early 80s PC games. Excellent. All right, that sounds like a cool nerd mood. You guys agree? Yes? Big Tom Hanks. All right. Let's bring on the next guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please on stage, Adam with Chronicles of Riddick. (laughs) Quick plot line for those who don't know, Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, So, Riddick, played by Vin Diesel, nerd god. (laughs) Decides that uh, some people that he loved in the first movie are getting their chops hassled, and he's going to go save them. Excellent, excellent choice. All right, uh, do you guys like Riddick? <laughs> All right, some people do. Great. All right, next up, Joel D with Spider Man 3. <laughs> it is the best Spider Man. <laughs> So, a quick plotline for those who don't know. Alright, so Spider-Man 3 takes... Wow, you guys are bad with glasses. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 takes place after Spider-Man 1 and 2. Peter Parker has just defeated a Doc Ock. And now he's, like, good at being a Spider-Man. Like, the city love him. Everything's going well with Mary Jane. But then, oh no, a Sandman. And then, oh no, a new Goblin. And then, oh no, a Venom. And he must overcome three of his mightiest foes in one very bloated film to do it. What do you guys think about Spider-Man 3? I heard two boos, so you're going to have to convince some people. Alright, next up, Joel Z with Batman vs. Superman. 
Batman v Superman. Quick plot line for those who don't know. Right, so Batman v Superman gets two very iconic uh, comic book characters and puts them together in a, a very convoluted fight um, that is basically a fever dream where the winner is the studio for all the money it made and we're the losers. Yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's pretty accurate there. All right. And finally, we have Tom with Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Everybody loves that, Goose. I said to Dusha before I came up, I expected total silence. All right, quick plot line for those who don't know, which I think is no one in here. But quick plot line, please. Yeah, so Scott falls in love with the lovely Ramona, but before he can give her the business, he has to deck her several (laughs) evil exes. And that's what I remember. That's it. That's the movie, right? All right, so everyone's picked their movies. Now there's going to be a whole bunch of questions. Like I said, they don't know the questions. We'll also ask the audience if they have any questions for them. They have to make the best argument for each question. The person with the most points at the end wins. You guys ready? Yeah. All right, uh, can we get one more stool up here, please? That's cool. Let's share it. Oh, they're sharing the seat. It's okay. So we've got to eliminate one of these two first. All right. <laughs> Okay, so first question, we'll start with Tom. Nerdiest character. You've got two minutes to make your argument. Actually, one minute, sorry. <laughs> Time's running out. <laughs> Nerdiest character is young Neil. His entire function in the film is just to be a nerd and make nerd references. He exists solely as a vehicle for the audience to make fun of or connect to, depending on how nerdy you are. <laughs> he doesn't do anything else. That's it. That, that's fair, that's fair. All right. Uh, Joel? Right. Uh, nerdiest character would have to be Jimmy Olsen, who is in the movie for about that long. Um, he's a good nerd stand-in because that's us. That's who we are. We are this character who had this amazing backstory that really was a big part of the mythos of Superman and that we should really be involved in there. And then we get shot in the fucking head without anyone telling us who we are. <laughs> and it's a good, like, who we are in this franchise. Just like, oh, you thought it was going to be good. No. Got him. All right. Joel D. Peter Parker. Uh, cool Peter Parker, in particular, is probably the nerdiest character in this. Because, Christ, those dance moves. I would beat him up at a school dance. And I didn't have anything better than that. Um, yeah, wow. Like, I don't even really need to explain what... Okay, Peter Parker himself is a nerd, and that's part of just Spider-Man being Spider-Man. Like, he's bullied a bit. That's why when he gets the powers, everything's like... Oh, now I can be the bully kind of thing. But then he decides not to be, because with great power comes great responsibility. When he becomes cool, he forgets that, and he's not cool. He's like a nerd's version of cool, which is not cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, now it's time for you to do Adam. Adam. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Riddick is literally a D&D character that Vin Diesel played. <laughs> he... Riddick is literally a nerd power fantasy. He's the only one, I'm going to say, that is actually a nerd's power fantasy. Well, Josh Haskin, or Tom Hanks in the film, learns his lesson by playing an early 80s PC video game. Like, he can't beat the Snow Wizard at the start of the movie, but then once he's been big and he's come back to being little again, he does beat it, and he's like, man, being little's good. (laughs) Plus, he's hanging out at a carnival. And that's pretty lame. <laughs> All right, so everyone's made their points. Now you've got two minutes to argue each other. And uh, who makes the best point? The audience will pick the winner. Let's well, go. Uh, Adam, for one, Riddick is a power fantasy, but the character himself isn't a nerd. The character himself is like a badass living in space, doing mad space things. It's, not, it's cool, but he's not like a nerd himself. I'm just taking the full context into this. No one else has considered it from every Tom angle. Hanks is probably a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks collects typewriters. There you go, nerd fucking ass. Peter Parker is wrong. <laughs> yeah, let's argue with the origin story of a very famous superhero. Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, is killing it. Think about that man. He's mid-twenties, in great physical shape, has an apartment in New York, works... So as a freelance photographer, which is a pretty sick gig, so it makes enough money to support that apartment in New York. And he's a uni nerd. Nerds are successful. No, yeah, yeah, no, you no, do. No, no, look, no, he's a nerd, right? 
Like, think it's about really, it. Really, really well He doesn't have a lot of money, and he sees a sale, gets all excited, and just runs in. Oh, dances in, really. He's such a nerd in that whole scene. Think about it. Dancing's real goofy. It is. He it is, is the idea of, like, what would a nerd think about being cool? And we get it. He just is so bad. He's just cool and doesn't know it. No, he's not cool. He's a nerd. I'm now, jealous of nerdy Peter Parker. We, he's well, got that's it made. because you're a nerd. <laughs> we all? Is, yes! Is Jimmy Olsen a nerd? He's in the comic books, a, but in the movie... He's, he's a, a CIA, CIA field agent. <laughs> he's kind of awesome. <laughs> but he's got, like, gadgets. And it, what is but, you know... A person who plays as gadget but a nerd. Is a gun and a camera a gadget or is that just a concealed weapon? It's, it's, it's a tracking device. <laughs> James, oh, sorry, a tracking device. There we go. James Bond isn't a nerd and he's he is got such a nerd. <laughs> James, yeah. you're loud enough. Oh, Jesus. You'll nerd get around. Sleeping with all the women. Oh, what a nerd. Classic nerd. Oh, yeah. Also, Peter Parker dates both Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy in that movie. That's Only when good. he becomes Spider-Man and gets confident. Before that, he's just he's, a dweeb. He's not, in Spider-Man 3, he's already Spider-Man. You've dated pretty girls. You're still a nerd. Yeah. I would like to state that Riddick has dated no one. <laughs> Neither is Timmy Olsen. In, in Vin Diesel's, even in Vin Diesel's power fantasy, he cannot get a woman, he cannot get a girl. And time, okay. Now, I do have to make a quick point. Uh, no one t- took down Scott Pilgrim. Just like a real nerd, no one gave a fuck about him. Oh, man! Oh. But, I'm not picking the point, the audience is. Alright, so, make some noise. You think Tom Hanks is the biggest nerd? We have one clap, okay. My God! Bad Peter Parker. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Riddick. And Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim gets the point, okay. People love the goose. Tom's on one. Question two. Coolest scene. And we'll start from the other side. Oh, cool scene's got to be when Tom Hanks is on the keyboard in the big toy store. <laughs> that scene's awesome, and everybody loves him. He's dancing around on the keyboard, he's playing tunes, everybody gathers around to watch Tom Hanks. Or, when he has that apartment full of awesome toys... Pick one. <laughs> the keyboard scene. Best scene in any movie ever. <laughs> Good. So... I was originally going to go with the mad dash across Cremoria, trying to outrun the sun before it burns them to death. But actually, I'm going to go with after the sun is hit, they're in a hangar. Uh, a cool fight happens, but that's not even the part anyway. Vin Diesel is standing with the last remaining enemy soldier who explains to him that he is a fellow Furian who has been indoctrinated and had his, just his culture wiped out. He looks, at, he looks at Riddick and he says, the, the soldier in me wants you to give up, but the Furian screams at you to keep fighting. And then, unable to resist the indoctrination, he takes off his protective armor, walks out into the sun, and gets burnt to death rather than keep fighting against Riddick. But Tom Hanks did was on a piano. <laughs> Way to ruin a good moment, Jack. <laughs> Is that cool or <laughs> funny? It can be both. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to get real for a second. Everyone in here hates Spider-Man 3 and I'm a bit angry at you for it. But, there is one scene in the film... What? Disagree. Big supporter. Big good. supporter, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Right. Nothing. Well, that's one supporter. Everyone needs to impress me more than this guy does. (laughs) Alright, so yeah, I know that a lot of you hate this, but there is one scene in the film that is not only cool, but tragic, and easily the best scene in the film. Um, So, the creation of Venom, if anyone remembers it. So pretty much, Peter Parker is fighting against the uh, symbiote suit. So he's standing at the top of a church tower, and Eddie Brock goes downstairs into the church, not knowing that Spider-Man's up there, to pray to God to kill Spider-Man. 
And so Peter Parker is like tearing off his outfit and it's dropping down through the church while Eddie Brock is praying for a man's death, which is the most metal thing you can do in a church. I just love the clear misunderstanding of God. <laughs> like, I think he was meant to be praying to Satan. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah, so like, that's like great symbolism, first of all. And also like real metal and everyone knows that metal is cool, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Look at Metallica. They're the epitome hey, uh, of... Oh, <laughs> hang on. Just the coolest. So, yeah, that's probably the coolest scene. Or, I mean, like... I could only Spider-Man jumped and dancing out of a shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. I really thought you were going to go with Sandman's creation, because that was just beautiful. That was that's not cool. cool. Like, that's tragic. Beautiful. All right, so coolest scene? Okay. All right, and BVS. Oh, there's so many to choose from. Like, oh. They're all so good. I don't really choose like where young Bruce Wayne is just like ascending a well in bats. Because then you just know oh, I am in for a treat. But the coolest scene in BBS has to be the moment where Bruce Wayne, so Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, is on ground level of uh, Metropolis and he just sees the fight between Superman and Zod, right? And like they go into the, the building and there's just lightning beams going everywhere and then the, all the building just falls. I think it's actually Wayne Tower that falls. And this big dust storm just comes and everyone's scared shitless and they all start running. But not Bruce Wayne. He's like, nah, my boys are in there and just starts running into this dust cloud. And then a horse runs by. Fuck, it was good. <laughs> That's it. That's that it. applause was for horse. That is an applause for horse. Also, I uh, just saw... 1.5 horse multiplier. But yeah, I know that this isn't an attempt to rebut things, so I'm going to, but I just want to let you know that someone in the crowd got upset when he started making those points about Batman. Like, someone's like, it's a dream! I just heard it come from this area. I'm sorry if you love Batman v Superman. It's a bad movie. Yeah, terrible. That bit wasn't a dream, that was for real. That's how he got his bat powers. The, the question was, coolest scene. It was a scene in the movie, dickhead. <laughs> got it. Coolest scene of Scott Pilgrim is one of its last ones. It's the boss fight, because it's a two-on-one. Because the scene happens twice with different endings. So it's the conclusion of the film. Scott Pilgrim goes the first time, and he tries to fight Gideon Graves for Ramona's love, and loses, because love is not as important as loving yourself. And that's beautiful, and beauty is cool. <laughs> if I may... Also, it's two scenes in one, so by, like, quantity. <laughs> okay, the rebuttal's about to start, but I just got to mention, do you guys know what the definition of cool is? Like, <laughs> but okay, time to rebuttal. All right, I just want to start this, because there's an obvious one. You've picked a scene that's two scenes in one, so that's, like, division. So that's half as cool as any of our scenes. <laughs> Happens twice, less impressive. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I've seen this, turn it off. It's <laughs> <laughs> I burn my TV when that happens. It is different <laughs> enough. It changes. Is it self-love or selfishness? That's the lesson I took away when I was. I believe it's self-respect, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, uh, who I got beef with? <laughs> <laughs> Douche's scene isn't that cool. It's confusing. Oh, what? You're like, what? what's going on here? He's becoming Venom, and then it's so disappointing when he is Venom. But that's not... He's praying to God to kill a man. Hello, that's Mr. just silly. Hello, Mr. Yeah, Hot. that's not cool. That's dumb as shit. Yeah, that's just like, this movie has disappointed me already so many yeah. times, and here's another e yeah. for the pile. <laughs> Two pots calling a kettle black. <laughs> My scene's awesome. Yeah, like your scene is not like, cool. All I want to do is like, your your scene's too iconic. It was obvious choice, but no, nah, it's iconic for reasons. It's, it's mad. really it's, good. Everybody wants to be sliding up and down that piano. Was yeah. the whole crowd at Macy's? Oh. cheers you on. Actually, I've got rebuttal for yours. Get out. <laughs> I have been to Macy's and done that scene, and it's not fun well, or cool. That's because you don't have the musical talent of Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, that's less on Tom Hanks and more on you, mate. You've gotten a crowd, but I don't think yeah. you're trained. No, I wasn't trained, but the thing is, anyone can do it. That's not cool. Anyone, not everyone can do the amazing tune Tom Hanks does. With, no mind, his boss, if you'll recall. Yeah. He's like, hey, it's fun to have fun. And his boss is like, gee whiz, it is. Anyone can pray to God to kill a man. 
Not everyone can play the big floor piano. It America. doesn't work. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging with your boss is the least cool thing you can do. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Dancing with your boss, that ain't cool. He's an old man. He seems nice. Yeah, nice ain't cool, though. Helping the elderly is not nice. Of course. It's nice. It's nice. It's All right, time, nice. time, 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 time. Oh, shit on Riddick. Final statements. One line each. Go. Dancing on a piano is amazing and even better with your boss. <laughs> yeah, but watching a man burn himself to death is more metal and cooler. This man prays for death and then gets turned into an alien, and that's fucking sick. Running into a dust cloud and a horse. (laughs) Kung Fu. (laughs) Twice. All right, so we're going to start on the other end uh, with Tom. Make some noise if you think Double Scene should win. (laughs) Dust and Horse. Wait, I'm going to try something. Dust. Exactly. Horse. I feel just as I suspected. Let's start right at the beginning. Uh, so make some noise if you think double scene with horse. Ah, it doesn't work. Ah. All right, so metal gods with aliens. That's Spidey 3. Oh. I just got given the business so hard. You were like, no! That's, that was rude. He nearly mounted the stage to punch you. I saw that. If you want to come and fight, that's fine, but let's do it in our own time. No, this is called Film Feuds. Yeah. Alright, man burning up. Public liability insurance problem with a piano. <laughs> Tom Hanks win. Okay. Next question. Now, guys, think of a question. Uh, after question number four, I'll be throwing it to the audience, okay? But for question three, I'll start on this end. Best villain. Well, the mean... <laughs> yes, Jackson. Best villain of big. <laughs> Can't be the boss because he's good now. Tom Hanks's love interest. An adult woman who sleeps with a child in a man's body, and upon discovering that this is the case, is not like, what have I done? She's just like, hit me up when you're 18, kid. That's a fucking monster. <laughs> The floor is yours, Adam. A man who can turn into air. Ah, Adam's win. (laughs) A man who can turn into air, can slow time, and a... and a... uh, pre-described destiny says that uh, one man of a mysterious fantasy race will be the only person who can kill him. So, he must kill... Every single person in that race, so that he can remain immortal. Was he like? Is it, was this Vin Diesel's Macbeth? <laughs> no, I was saying it's like, like real Macbethy, like, isn't it? For reals? It's a little Macbeth. It's a little Harry Potter. There's <laughs> a lot to love. There he is. All right. So there's three main villains in Spider-Man Three, but I'm going to go for the fourth villain, which people often don't talk about: being popular. <laughs> Because things go Spider-Man's way for too long in that film, and that's what hap- that's how he gets a symbiote and makes terrible decisions, and arguably most of the film happens because of it. And I know how you feel about Spider-Man Three. So you think S- Spider-Man Three is the villain? <laughs> <laughs> that's precisely what I'm saying, Jackson. Spider-Man Three is the biggest villain of Spider-Man Three because it lets Spider-Man Three happen. <laughs> It also let Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 happen. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> they, they're bad. <laughs> Spider-Man 3's a monster. <laughs> right. All right. Best villain. Oh, so many to choose from. Oh, he's like, is Superman a villain? Is like those weird demons that we see in the fever dream a demon? Ah, oh, that... 
Now, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's a really great villain. He was very just divisive. Everyone didn't like him. Um, but, I mean, he was a little flamboyant guy with, like, floppish hair. Kept, you know, every single sentence he ended with a... <laughs> and then, to show his dominance to an old man, get a jolly rancher, and just, like, just plop it in his mouth. And then licked his fingers. Now, that just shows pure evil and dominance because he had no reason to do that. He was just showing off his hubris. Yeah. <laughs> it's going that way. I'm spoiled for choice. There are seven to pick from, at least. But I'm not going to be a dick and to say the league because that's cheating. I'm going to go for one of them. When I say the word Ubermensch, do you associate that with good things? Yeah. yeah. You meant to think of Nazis, you idiot. Nazis! It means what? Superman, that's good. <laughs> Have you not read of the Superman? He's an Uberman! <laughs> Superman! Well, this one's a dick, so it's no good. <laughs> Mine is Todd, the vegan superpowered guy who stole Andrews. He is every. He's perfect. He was once actually Superman in a different thing. And now in this thing, he's got mind power, so he's like Jean Grey, but a man who I'm jealous of. And he plays an instrument, he's really tall, he's got muscles where I don't even have places. And he's a dick. And Time a vegan, for... and they're annoying. Time for rebuttals. So, <clears throat> Lex Luthor is not so much a villain as he is just an <laughs> annoying. <laughs> just kind of annoying. Also, per a conversation we had yes. earlier today... You think he's mentally handicapped? No, 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 no. He's mentally handicapped at the very end. At the very end, because he's clearly gone insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got, he got, he got, he got, got. He got something. Mine is a real villain. Like, <laughs> like, you're none of yours are things that could happen. Mine's like yeah, a real world monster. Spider-Man Three happens. <laughs> yeah, like, We're all hurting for it. He could have had a good Spider-Man 4. Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man 2 is great. We got what? If you're... Not if it, that's the best. What kind of monster says that a king who turns into... What sort of monster says that a king who turns into air and massacres entire populations is not a villain? Well, he's not a kind of villain that we could really have. He's not your type of villain. <laughs> You're too close to this. <laughs> also, no one's given Edgar's the business yet, and I'm about to. Scott is a bigger villain in that film than Todd. See, I was going to say Scott, but then you went on that Spider-Man was the big villain of Spider-Man 3. No, so no, 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 no. Spider-Man 3 was the big villain of Spider-Man 3. Uh, I miss her. Uh, you don't pay attention, and that's why he picked wrong. <laughs> so, Scott dates two girls at the same time, then beat... One is 17, he's 22. That's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> That's Jackson Bailey's problem. Call the cops. Call child services. Um, cheats on her and then murders seven people. Um, and actually more than seven because he kills a whole bunch of Gideon's guards. He's a, he's a monster. When people die, do they explode into coins? In this universe, yes. Okay. Stop yelling. Take the mic if you're going to yell. Although, I agree, Scott was the villain, but he turns good. His whole film is a redemption arc for Scott. If we are Redemption via murder. <laughs> That's fine. If we are saying that murder makes a villain, I'd just like to remind everyone that my villain did massacre a population. <laughs> Several populations. Yeah, but my villain orchestrated a really convoluted plot to get Batman and Superman to fight. With, with no explanation. He knows the identity of both Superman and Batman. Can anyone please tell me how he knows that? I'm actually asking because I don't know. My villain is a pedophile. My, my villain is the gotcha. only one that hurt people outside of a cinema. No. <laughs> like outside of a movie. Like, we're all hurting still. No, Dusha BBS hurt a lot of people. But you picked Lex Luthor. He didn't hurt anyone. Nothing. That is that a love scene? Uh, he hurt Max Landis, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Max Landis deserves to be hurt. That makes him a hero. <laughs> Fuck Max Landis. He's alright. 
And time. Okay. Everyone's made their statements. Now let's start off with um, Fake Thanos. Anyone want to vote for Fake Thanos? Okay, that's pretty good. Luther. Okay. Yes. That is correct. Vegans. Oh, okay. Rolf Harris's sister. That's close. close. And the ticket price. Oh, that's really tough. Okay. Now, you can vote for one person only. It's between these three, okay? So when I put my hand over the head, make some noise. It's going to go to Adam. Yeah. Adam got the point. <laughs> I really didn't hear your argument other than he could kill everyone. That was great. <laughs> he, 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 it's not that he can. He has. He has killed everyone. Fair. Not Vin Diesel and he's still making movies. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go to the audience. Now this question is only going to two people because we need to eliminate one. And everyone's on one point except the Joels. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, uh, we got a question over there. Screaming out. Whose protagonist is the best at pleasing mom? <laughs> okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hey, wait. Vin Diesel hasn't been with a woman in the movie. <laughs> no, 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 it's only between us. Yeah, it's only between you, and I should mention that this is a separate podcast that has nothing to do with these guys. So my audience... <laughs> Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> All right. Who can please someone's mum the best, I guess? Let's just generic, make it generic enough. Right? <clears throat> well, you can go first. All right. Good luck, you... dickhead. <laughs> I was like, well, who to choose? Batman. Batman's a protagonist of BVS because Superman has, like, four words. So Batman, because... He's very dedicated, he's ruling to CrossFit, and you know mum likes a fit man, right? He's a very dedicated person, you know he, once he puts his mind to it, he's going to get that job done, okay? Uh, he's good with toys, happy to experiment that way, um, has a lovely man, an Alfred to help out afterwards with refreshments, that's pretty nice. Well, like, he'll cry during sex. But I reckon he'll please her because he has mummy issues. So if her name is Martha, he's going to try extra hard. The floor is yours. I am in trouble. Well, I can't argue that there's another protagonist because Spider-Man is the name of the movie. He's cool. like cockhead Spider-Man. <laughs> Actually, you know what? He's been with Mary Jane for three films. Well, two films at this point at the start. She's not sticking around if he's garbage in the sack. She doesn't stick around. <laughs> <laughs> so we just got a vote. audience question put your hand up uh, you had yours up before best quote best quote uh, that's one of my questions good one alright best quote from your movie and we'll start with uh, I think we'll start with Tom fuck you oh <laughs> uh, let's go with chicken isn't vegan <laughs> I think that was the best one yeah, no fair well. no fair oh, I, got, oh, oh. I either want to go like will you bleed like do you bleed you know you will or so cool. the best quote was like you can be Whatever, you can be their saviour. You can be their angel if you want to. Or not. No, no, I, I know the best quote of that film. I'm not going to say it because I don't want you to steal it. it just... Hmm. That's a real good one, though, but I'm going I'm to wait. I'm all right, all right, all right. Going back to the uh, prison planet with a son that literally burns you to death, if I owned this place and hell, I'd rent this place out and live in hell. That's a good one. So I... I, I it's quite a long quote because I don't have it, so I don't have it exactly. But it's when the 
Uh, toy inventor is like, look at my new transformer. It transforms into a skyscraper. And Tom Hanks is like, that's stupid. <laughs> Nobody wants to play with a skyscraper. What if the transformers became bugs? That's my quote. <laughs> Let's go to BBS. What do you say that name? <laughs> no, I disagree because again, you can be a savior or whatever, or don't. Really sums up just the whole DCEU. I think it distills the... what that film franchise is into just a sentence. Because like, you can please everyone or don't. The best line of BBS is not in that movie. The best line of BBS is, "Excuse me, Alex Luther." <laughs> Excuse me. I think the what? best line of BBS is like behind the scenes where it's like yeah just <laughs> film more of this you don't remember your line <laughs> <laughs> yeah I disqualified because I don't think that's a quote at all yeah, it's close to it nah. you don't you can't find the quote you can't check <laughs> I could have been spot on <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't think 13-year-old Tom Hanks would say that's stupid. He does. Well, maybe not that stupid. He would say that's dumb-dumb or something. <laughs> He's got to pretend no, to really, be an adult. It's not a great line. Ah, stop making skyscrapers. Make a bug. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. Also, line delivery, line, deliver, line delivery is very important. Mm. In your film, Adam, is it, you know, is it well acted? Are there any good actors in Riddick at all? <laughs> you... One. You better get off this stage right now. <laughs> I might cold clock you. <laughs> also, is chicken vegan? I mean, come on, that's just stupid. That's something that's, that's a fucking... Line. Who, that's, who said that? Didn't Paris stupid. Hilton say that? <laughs> Wasn't that a, like one of those terrible... Like, these two uh, celebrities got married Jessica and now they're... Simpson, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, Jessica Simpson. I don't remember wings. Jessica that's Simpson in that movie. I don't know why I remember this, but that was Buffalo Wings. It's totally much different. the same quote, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a silly quote. It's pointless. It means silly nothing. film. It is a silly film. All right, cool. Everyone's made their points. Okay, now we throw it to the audience. And we'll start all the way on that one. That's stupid. <laughs> it's not nothing. That's the worst reception I think you've got. No, it isn't. I got no claps the first time. Thank you. The prison thing. Uh, what was your Just one? apathy uh, from a mum. <laughs> or not. Yeah. <laughs> and chicken vegan. Oh, okay. So it's, uh, we're going to have to go back with uh, Adam and Joel. Let's see. Okay, make some noise. Think Joel should have won it. Make some noise. Think Adam should have won it. Now we're on, the, f the score update is Adam's on two, everyone else is on one. Oh. So Adam, I'm going to have you sit out on this one. It's between these three. All right. Okay. Uh, wait, that doesn't work. All right. No, uh, forget no, that. No, you stay in. Okay? Stay all right. in. All right. Uh, but we're going to get another audience member. Okay, uh, let's go with you. Explain why yours is the nerdiest plot line. Explain why yours is the nerdiest plot line, because it's a classic nerd power fantasy without, like, any of the problems. You get to be an adult for a bit. You get to play with toys. You get to create toys, Transformers and action figures. You get to put your own... Tom Hanks gets to put his own, like... Um, he gets to kind of tell the people that are designing these toys and designing all of the stuff that he's playing with and enjoying what he wants. He gets to have creative control over his nerd realm of Transformers and toys. And that's rad. That's why. Plus, he's a nerd. Like, he's got that computer game I said. <laughs> Everyone remembers that. <laughs> Plus, he's hanging out at a carnival, if I mentioned that. <laughs> and that's all what I a nerd. So, I got the, that stock standard that I feel all of us have and shouldn't count. Uh, nerd, nerd power fantasy. But I've got something else that's so much cooler and so much cooler specifically for nerds and geeks out there. I got world building. I got a, a, the prison planet. I got the uh, ice planet that they have to capture Vin Diesel on. I got all these different astrological... All right, just pass it, Joel. We're running out of time. <laughs> you might have world building, but I have QuickTime videos in mine. 
So, really, what is more, what is more nerdier than watching trailers for another film whilst watching a film? You can be proud to say, ah, whatever this boring shit, oh, Logan's coming out soon. Sick. Uh, what's the question? <laughs> Nerdiest plotline? Right, it's two iconic nerd um, comic book characters fighting each other. You know what I mean? It's just, how is it not nerdy? It's comic book characters coming to life, smacking the shit out of each other with a literal kitchen sink. <laughs> Nerddom loves this film. Even if they hate it, they love to hate it. I think he's getting more time than me, thanks. <laughs> That's my answer. Uh, <laughs> I'll be real quick. The main plotline of Scott Vilgram... Oh, Scott Pilgrim is a video game. You are the hero of a video game. And what nerd amongst us hasn't played a video game and thought, my God, do I want to be the hero of this game? Also world building as well. Yeah, yeah. World building and is sick. And chasing a manic pixie and dream also girl. also comic books as well. Rebuttal time. Poor. Handsome. I was about to call you handsome, Tom. You are handsome, Tom. Shucks, buddy. You'll always be handsome, Tom, <laughs> to me. So uh, myself and the goose have uh, excellent points in that we have amazing world building. You have world building, but not amazing world building. <laughs> we get a flashpoint. Ah, oh, that was so good. Some future shit happens. There's some parademons and the Amiga symbol you that didn't get, confuse anybody. You get the promise of world building. <laughs> you we get to be like, there's not world building yet, but there will be. And isn't that just classic nerd culture in like a nutshell? Uh, yeah, we promise yeah. good things, but really it's just a heaping That's pile of shit. Effectively, like the classic old Superman comic book covers where it might be like yeah. Superman fighting a gorilla and you're like, I want to find out what happens next. And then he doesn't fight a gorilla on exactly. the inside of the page. It's just uh, like Superman right. being a dick, being like, hey Jimmy Olsen, no, you're drown like, dying of like uh, uh, thirst in a desert. You want some water? No. no? Yeah, all right. Okay. I don't yeah. know if I want nerdiness if it comes with a shit in the mouth. <laughs> But that is just nerd culture at this moment. Everything. It shits in mouth. It doesn't have good. to be. But that's what we got. <laughs> what is your world building exactly? And like, was it worth it? Is it any good? I've seen Riddick 2 and 3, not 1 for some reason. And <laughs> Pitch black. <laughs> Thank you. And that third film did not really have world building. I'm not talking about the third movie. Yeah, am but you're I? talking about it globally. You got to world building within one movie. You got to, you got to expand. You got to give, give me, give me. Well, reason. now I guess I have to defend two movies, but I will actually. The third one does have world building. There's a new planet, uh, an entirely new enemy. This new enemy that comes out when it rains. Uh, it's vulture-like creature. They've got all these different mercenary companies. For a enclosed sort of scenario, I think that's a lot of fucking world building, motherfucker. <laughs> Great point, but let's strike that from the record because you've got to stay on your movie. <laughs> the it. ultimate trick. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Hey, time. Yeah. All right, Making toys. Hey, I got a couple. <laughs> a smattering. Uh. World building. <laughs> Trailers. <laughs> Being a video game character. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. That's close. Going into this tonight, I was going to pick Schindler's List, and I'm really happy I did. <laughs> you should just lose a point for that. Uh, but okay, it was really close between them two, so make some noise. I think Tom should have got it. <laughs> no. Joel's got it. Joel's got the point. Alright, question from the audience. Uh, let's go somewhere in the middle. Uh, you. Funniest joke. Funniest joke. Alright, let's make this a quick one. Uh, when the woman, the villain of the film, is like, Tom Hanks, uh, maybe I should come to your house. Uh, he's like, for a sleepover? And she's like, I guess. And he's like, a bag's top bunk. That's brilliant. Sorry, I just got to uh, mention we uh, we got to leave you and you out. Joel and Adam's out, okay? So it's just between you two, okay? So oh, Tom and say Jackson. I was going to film, but all right. <laughs> Off you go. Tom. You know, it's really hard because it's such a joke-heavy film. Gosh, there's so much to choose from. Who, where would I start? God, I'm stalling so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yep. 
That one. You didn't even... Yeah, it wasn't even your own. <laughs> they should get the point, not you. Team effort, I, th I feel. Not, I think we not all of us are on teams. If we could have chosen teams, I could have picked somebody. But team effort, yeah. because, because Scott Pilgrim is all about teamwork, yeah? He works with his... Ramona? Adam, defend this me! This is a band? <laughs> yeah! Band is a team. Band is a team. We're a band now. Nah, actually, I don't think I can beat you, so I'm gonna let you lose. <laughs> <laughs> no! Everybody, people love my quote. It's hilarious. Tom Hanks, he doesn't know what's going on. You don't know about the birds and the bees. It's, it's a mystery for him. He's like 12. I, I just like how Jack's voice gets higher and higher the more desperate he gets with his cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we go straight to voting? Yeah. Alright. I think I know who's gonna win, but let's go. Uh, make some noise, Dink. Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Oh. oh, make some noise, Dink. Tom Hanks. Wow. Okay, I just want to clear up what happened here. We were all on a team. <laughs> This is, this is you, just right in the foot. <laughs> Thank you! Tom! <laughs> Make some noise for Tom! Alright, I get a fucking seat, great. Fucking what? You got this. There we go. Alright. We did it. Okay, everyone's on two points, so Ooh. let's eliminate one more. Okay, we're going to have two more questions to do that. Uh, you. How would your character fear in a slasher film? Oh. How would your character fear in a slasher film? Can I answer first, please? Go ahead. I'm pretty sure my character is the slasher in a slasher film. <laughs> Really well, either of them. Superman, unless the slasher had a kryptonite blade. Oh. <laughs> then he fucked. But uh, I guess Batman could be the slasher. Oh, I like that film. Oh, why didn't we get that instead? Uh, I think Batman would do all right, because again, he's a smart man. As long as he's prepared, he'll be all right. Unless someone says Martha. Then he's going to cry, and then you're going to get got. That's a weird weakness. That is a weird weakness. But also, Superman has the same one. Jackson. Um. <laughs> We're waiting. Can you imagine anybody who'd want to hurt Tom Hanks? <laughs> a man is America's dad. Uh, Rebuttal time. I reckon Riddick can slit his throat. <laughs> In a fight between Vin Diesel and Tom Hanks. <laughs> Diesel kills Tom. No matter who wins, we win. That's a good fight. Yeah. I don't think it counts because the question was, how would you fare in a slasher film? If you've chosen to be the slasher, that's just cheating. Yeah. A classic in slasher films is turning the tables on the slasher, becoming the hunter, hunter yeah. hunting the hunter. Uh, I just think, also no, because Riddick is too much bullshit. Like, Riddick is always rolling a 20, you know what I mean? Everything he does, he's just so perfect That's at. not it an argument against it you know that, right? Boring slasher flick, because nothing would do, we had a slasher flick, we had Pitch Black, and that wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't. It was pretty bad, Adam, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna fight all of you in the car park after this. <laughs> <laughs> Max is it, it is largely irrelevant what sort of slasher fic flick Riddick would have made because, first off, amazing slasher fic flick. Yep. <laughs> because slash fiction. <laughs> <laughs> had two of them. Second off, bloody second off, he would fare amazing, and that was the question. Thank you very much. Uh, Pace. That wasn't the question. It was just how would he fare? And you could well, say crap because Tom Hanks is. Crap. Uh, I, but, think, I think Tom Hanks is dead. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've been sitting here patiently. I know. Uh, everyone's making their points. Okay, we're running out of time. So uh, make some noise. Think Tom Hanks. Wow. 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 Think of the world. Vin Diesel. Whoever, whoever Joel picked. 
Gotcha. Three-way tie, I reckon. Three-way tie. Could be anyone this time. What? I do feel Tom Hanks won there, but I'm just going to double check. Make some noise for one person. Vote for Jackson. <laughs> Vote for Adam. <laughs> Dude, that is tough. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make. Agree that he loses. Oh yeah, he's out. He's, he's done. <laughs> Joel, give us both a point. Kick him off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not yet, not yet. Um, Joel, who are you leaning towards? I reckon that was Tom Hanks. Woo! Yeah, that's all. Tom, Tom Hanks gets the point. He's right. so lovely! Even pirates don't want to kill him! No, and there's the whole sh- Can you name me a no, movie no, where Tom Hanks has died? Saving Private Ryan. Okay, well, yeah, I guess. So I guess the Nazis want to kill him. <laughs> they want to kill everyone. If the slasher is a Nazi. <laughs> Alright, this question's for Adam and Joel. Okay, let's go to the audience. Uh, over there. Most influential. Most influential. I like this audience. This is good. Please come to my shows more often. BVS because of just how amazingly interesting BVS was we got the equally interesting Suicide Squad BVS was such a piece of shit that studio execs went how do we stuff this up how do and they overcorrected and then we got Suicide Squad and then, because that was also a hunking pile of shit, imagine how bad Wonder Woman is gonna be. Like, it was influential in the worst way. I am so excited for this dump fire of a franchise to see how bad we can get. I really like this. It's going to be incredible. JLA, that's this year! Right? Yeah? Yeah. It's on your birthday. On my birthday! <laughs> And it's going to be incredible. And that's all thank you to BVS. What is Riddick done? I have honestly attempted as hard as I can to expunge that movie from my mind. So it's had no impact on me. Guess whose world building led to an actual D&D module? (laughs) Who's out there? Who is out there playing a D&D game or a World of Darkness game or whatever, a role-playing game, where they are running around with Riddick? A lot of people. Who's done that? With BBS. Well, well, these two. Uh, <laughs> with BBS, probably a lot of people. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah. stake my life on it. Yeah. Okay, rebuttal time. Um, oh, rebuttal. Is that not yeah. rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. Rebuttal. You just weren't an argument. That was just trying to shit all over mine. Uh, Riddick was not. Is that not an argument? <laughs> Fair. Riddick. It was not influential. Well, yeah, it did a couple of sequels. Yeah, there was a game, but who here really remembers it? Who here has really... How is that changing? For for the record, four people put their hands up. Three movies, two games. Whereas BVS, it impacted critics. It impacted how nerd culture is. There was this giant war. People tried to ban Rotten Tomatoes because of BVS. You can say whatever you want about that train wreck of a film, but it had an impact with us. You ready for the bomb? Yeah, right. It impacted me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you're bullshitting. <laughs> okay, voting time. Uh, make some noise if you think BVS was the most important. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sign. Make some noise if you think Chronicles of Riddick was most influential. <laughs> Alright, Adam, just leave. <laughs> make some noise for Adam! <laughs> Okay. Who knew? Everybody knew it would always come down to big BVS. Adam's forgot something. Adam, you're off the stage. Get out of here. All right. Now, this is the final question. The score is tied. Now, I'm going to ask a few audience members, and we're going to go with the best question. So, who's got one? You. Sorry? What makes the best fan fiction? What's your one? Worst what? Scene. Worst scene. Okay. And uh, last one. Okay. <laughs> I think that one's the winner. Should we go with that one? Yeah. All right. Who has... Worst scene. Go with the worst scene. Ladies and the gentlemen. The moral high ground. Please make your arguments, gentlemen. 
Can anybody here imagine a more wholesome film than Big? A child learns what it means to be a child. He goes through the tribulations of adulthood when he's not ready and he comes back greater for it. Plus, he hits tough. Shut up. Shut up. He gets molested. Shut up. It's Tom Hanks. I can't let you can't let BVS win the nerdiest film. Like, exactly, it's Tom Hanks. No one should molest Tom Hanks. (laughs) He's beautiful. But he learns a lesson. (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, Moral high ground. All right, so, in BVS. So. Can any of us play? <laughs> Can we really say look, we do? Look, if there is a 1% chance that Big is a film that is pro molesting, then know we have to take that as an absolute certainty. <laughs> and that is why. It cannot win the moral high Whilst I might not have the most moral high ground, at least I'm not a kitty fiddler. I should mention yours had a jar of piss. Okay, continue. How did I walk into this one? <laughs> uh, so you never use pedophilia as like your answer for another argument. Because it'll always get brack in your face. Yeah. Uh, uh, The problem here is that any argument I make at this point has become an argument for pedophilia. (laughs) No matter what I say, if I argue for big, you've made me argue for kitty fit. What have you done? I made something that was wholesome and I ruined it. Just like how the DCEU is doing. I don't think we should go anymore. Uh, all right, let's make some noise. If you think big as a moral high ground. Just remember, wait, wait, wait. Just remember yeah. you're clapping. You're ca- clapping a kitty fiddler. I'm not a kitty <laughs> Just saying, you're on like Team Nambler, and that's not good. BVS. You know what? Just to be certain. Let's do it one more time. Big. BBS. BBS is our winner. Give up for girls. And we're up for Jackson. All right, this is not over. We still have one more game to play. This is a real quick game. It's called the Seizure Kaiser Movie Game. Yes, that's me. Uh, so the way this works is jump. You get to pick an actor of your choice or actress. And we go around the table with the, the previous guests who are coming back on stage now. Give them back a round of applause. Yeah. We got Adam, we got Jordan, and we got Tom. There we go. Now, I want to share with Andrews. Now I go around. I've what you've done to me, audience. <laughs> All right. Sick. Aww. So this is the game. I look forward to this popping up on our subreddit a lot. Is this the Tom Hanks scene that you're looking at? Okay, uh, right, so Joel Z, you get to pick an actor or an actress, and we go around naming a, a movie that person's been in. Uh, and you keep going around one movie each until you run out. If you can't come up with one in five seconds, you are eliminated. Uh, However, rules. Yes. You can't name a movie that hasn't come out yet. You cannot name a movie that's a cameo. It has to be credited. Alright, okay. alright, alright. So pick uh, your actor. Uh, 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 Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, okay. So we'll start with you. Walk our, walk our way that way and go back here. The Postman. Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Kevin Costner. He was in a. Superman! 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 I think. Not the right title. Superman 2? Not the right title. I guess I'm going again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> I'll let Adam do it. Uh, Kevin Costner film. Oh, uh, Dances with Wolves. Damn. 
I play this game too. That's why it's my game. Uh, Waterworld. I said Waterworld. You're out here. Get out. You are my guest. Continue. <laughs> the answer you were looking for, Dusha, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And oh, then also God. BVS. Uh, That's a cameo. Um, is it? Um, you sure? Is it a Is it a cameo? Uh, uh, um, love Dogs? <laughs> You're up. Yeah. Oh, uh, do we have to keep going? Yep. I'm out. <laughs> Mr. Brooks. 13 days. Oh. Just to mention one thing to get the final point. Once one of you is eliminated, you still have to name one more to actually win. Okay. Mm. Two. <laughs> no. JFK. Oh. Oh. This has never happened in my podcast before. So give it a big round of applause. Thank you very much. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Film Food Podcast. Now, guys, if you want to continue, uh, take over. I am out. Thank you very much.